Oh, the 90s are so fun. Look how free everybody is. <laughs> I don't like that anymore, Terry. That works it's visual. not, man. Look how just carefree they are. To be fair, the- it's, also, it's also a music video. It's not like real life. This isn't just... Yeah, but a lot. But you can tell they filmed it in like a, like a neighborhood and everything. Like the women look natural. Like well, yeah, just naturally that pretty. That's gone. That's gone. Welcome everyone to the backcourt. My name is G8 Giuseppe, uh, joined by TG30. Terrence. Yes, sir. We are the backcourt. That's it. All right. I'll just see how long you would go for. Um, That's it, man. Like, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, how you feel, man? Bas- playoffs are just. Uh, there's just there's drama there's controversy there's everything this is this is, what, going this is what's on. great about the playoffs man every every single thing is magnified and it's so much bigger there's a lot going on I, i'm i'm we're gonna dive into it all i'm indifferent about this year for real. yeah i'm indifferent well, why are you indifferent just because i mean if anything you should be more into it than ever because the nets are I, in the playoffs maybe. i'm into it i mean in, i'm into it i am you know but I'm just indifferent on the way I feel about how things are going. And mm. we'll get into it. We'll, we'll dive into that. You know, we're diving into for sure. Um, Terrence, before we get to anything though, we have some breaking news. Uh-oh. Double breaking news, actually. Is that double breaking news? This is all right, Terrence. So exciting, first yeah. we it was reported that Kyrie Irving and James Harden were out for the pivotal game five. Okay. Big deal. Obviously game five mm-hmm. is a huge one. It's tied up. However, Terrence earlier this morning, it was announced that James Harden has been upgraded. The Nets upgraded him from out to doubtful. Okay. And okay. the report from Woj was that James Harden is determined to play tonight to figure out a way to play tonight. I Warrior. assume exactly because he is not he's not used to sitting down i don't think he's ever missed Warrior. a playoff game and he knows okay. how important this game is and he knows and they've been saying for the last couple of days he's getting better he's getting better and then terrence our double our double uh uh breaking news <laughs> our double breaking news terrence, we've never had this our double breaking news is that they've been upgrading James Harden again from doubtful to questionable oh, as the afternoon progressed. Because apparently he is he he just is wants to play. Now he's Terrence, in. my question to you. He's in. My question to you though, Terrence. Is this a good idea? I mean, I I I, I love James Harden for it. I'm so happy. He understands how important it is. He wants to get out there. Is he is he gonna hurt himself worse? Is he gonna be like Anthony Davis was in game six against the the Suns Lakers one where he couldn't fucking stand and he had to leave after five minutes. This is um, some I read this on Twitter and I think it's actually right. Someone said if James Harden feels he can go and the Nets staff doesn't let him go or tries to hold him back, I think you're looking at James leaving rather than staying. No, I think this is. I don't think I, that would happen. Hold on, hold on. I think this is one of those opinion. Uh, this is one of one of those moments where you kind of have to trust the player to know his body, right? Kind of got to trust him and say, "Look, this is what we think, but if you feel you can go, and you think that you can actually, you know, perform at a level that is going to be, you know, helpful for the team, or even like, um." Charles Barkley said uh, last night, it was like, uh, be a decoy as far as like with Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's not it's not that simple, though, man. I, I, I The whole decoy thing doesn't really work. Like people say that, you but can, this doesn't work. Though. You can. You but can. listen, for what I'll say to what, to what you just said is that, yeah, listen to a player, blah, 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 that Kevin Durant would probably argue that point. Because he felt fine, and then he fucking made That's true the, with the Warriors. Yeah, and then he was out for a fucking season. That's okay, true. so I but he really also was break dancing in the tunnel before he came out. He probably shouldn't have done that. I mean, often that's what led to the injury, but that led to the injury. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's related. You should have, you should have saved those moves, KD. But what I'm saying is, like, I listen. James Harden has had almost no injuries in his career, and he I don't think he's ever missed a playoff game. Right. Like he never. So he's probably. I, yeah, I, I doubt this. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has, and I, I'm pretty positive he's never missed one. The fact of the matter is, is that James Harden wants to be out there, and we do absolutely need him. It's just I don't want to put him out there, and then it gets way worse. 
you know, and then, and then he, he hurts himself worse or, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's it's a hamstring. We know how notoriously difficult these things are, man. We don't him and, and KD have dealt with this all season. It, yeah, it's, those aren't injuries that you play with, man. Like that's those are those are muscle injuries, you know. And, yeah, and, like, this and isn't when it comes like to muscle injuries. Those things are it's highly sensitive, and the the best thing about muscles is it gets better with rest. It actually, exactly. you know, doesn't get better by working through it. Like, Anybody that bodybuilds or anything will tell you sleeping and resting is just as important as lifting. Right. Like 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 Donovan Mitchell right now is playing through like a shoulder injury. He's saying it's whatever. I think he's in pain, but he's like, got to deal with the pain. You bite through it. Right. That's not what we're dealing with here, man. That's why I'm like, I, I love playing through a meniscus tear. Which is a terrible idea. Do you went, oh, I think oh, of 14 last night in the second Horrible. half or oh, of 12. Horrible. They, the, the, the Sixers are so dumb because they've, they've, they're putting them out there when they shouldn't, and they're still losing games. If they would have just left them out for the last four games, they probably would still be 2-2 or something. And then they, I would leave them out tomorrow. Uh, well, no, uh, now, now they can't. It's pivotal game five. It's, well, now, yeah. That now, game is just, this is what right. I mean. They're still losing games. Like, this is what I mean. Joel Embiid played through the injury last night. He, he played like shit. Well, I shouldn't play. He shot the ball like shit, and he was definitely laboring. Is that what we want, James Harden? Do you want James Harden to go fucking five of twenty-five and and be a quote-unquote decoy? But also, also this as well, right? Without James Harden, our odds decrease drastically, and we both know that. Yeah, we I mean, listen, I, I think so this it's, is it's, a big game, man. I, mean, I think, I think, like if we, Nash said, if we lose this I don't game, want to rush him because Kyrie is out. You know, like, I don't want James. And I think that's what's happening. I think James is looking at it like, yo, Kyrie is out. Katie is by herself. I can't let my dog go out here by herself. I yeah, gotta, but it's I just got to be ready for him. You know, listen, who knows? I, he might have been ready for game listen, four. Listen, I do not think I think it's absolutely possible for us without Harden, without Kyrie to still win tonight. I I, I think it's possible. We're at home. Circle. A lot of guys, a lot of guys know, um, how important this is, you know, like if, if, if we get contributions from everybody, Joe Harris steps up, Bruce Brown, Blake Griffin, yeah. a lot of guys step up, we can get the win. I don't think it's impossible for us to win this game. But uh, I think this helps, right? I think, I think if Nash, I just don't, I don't want I him to it, hurt himself. I don't right want now. him to hurt himself either, but I think if Nash does what he notoriously done over the past uh, year season is bring James off the bench, you know, which I think he's notoriously known for that, right? Like he's like the first coach ever we've seen do that. Um, at least consistently, you bring Harden off the bench with the second unit. I think it gives those guys an extra push, even if we limit his minutes, even if we say, you know what, James, twenty max, twenty max. That's Maybe. all. That's Maybe. that's all we want from you. That's all we're gonna give you. Twenty minutes max. Don't go out there and push it for twenty minutes. Go out there. Do what you can for 20 yeah, but minutes, see, and I think it'll help. Mm. It'll give the other guys, you know, it'll give the stay ready group just I more. I almost think this should be like a game six decision and not a game five. Like we're not our backs running against the wall right now, and we could we're at home where the, where role players generally play, play better. We could still win this game without him. And if we were to win and then go to game six, then maybe he could decide it, you know, or he might not even need to if we're already ahead. Yeah, but you you got to win two out of three. You got you got three chances to win two, right? You lose this one, you got to win one in Milwaukee and then back. I know, but see, but that is where it's like, okay, it's desperation time. It almost doesn't matter, not if he hurts himself, but if he strains it worse, it's like, well, he ain't gonna be playing for the next few. This is horrible. Anyway. So, somebody's fucked up for that. You gotta. Can you just get off of Twitter right now? Are you just it's distracting the show? It's not distracting the show. You're distracting. You're sitting there. You're sitting there watching videos. While we're I'm looking at uh, the, the topic is Harden, and I'm looking to see if there's yeah, any more and, news. And, that and, came and out. I'm sure that that video is helping. The memes, the memes going. that people are doing is just like not okay. They're not helping. You know. Yeah, that's something they're not helping this discussion. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Let's, um, let's see what Woj has to say. Anyway, listen. Woj is always the guy. My point is, is that I just don't want him to hurt. What if he hurts himself, and then we end up beating the Bucks anyway? Then we don't have him for the fucking conference finals, you know. I, 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 it's it's a risk. I get that. But I just don't know. Like, I don't know, man. With the hamstring injury. I feel like he's gonna go out there tonight, and he's either gonna make it worse, or he's just not gonna be able to play. And it's like, I well, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know. I want. I feel like. I feel like when it comes to things like this, the players kind of know. Well, remember the well, first time he too. went down. The first time he went down, with I think the they want to play more than they're paying attention to like the, the the severe nature of it. Well, maybe 
right? Uh, Kobe would Kobe would have did it, right? Yeah, he would have. Look how his career <laughs> ended, man, with multiple injuries. His body and, was barely five rings. Being, his body was pieced together with glue and fucking and bubble five gum. rings. And yeah, he but, will say that with five rings with a freaking Lego piece. Look for at hands. Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant <laughs> might have had three rings if he didn't push it. You know, like who well, knows I, that series would have been all, if he the, didn't push every that. Every time KD steps on the floor, he scares me because he's he's on the floor. Like on playing his ass right now, man. He's he's oh, wait, he's playing too many minutes. Also, he's on his ass Steve way Nash, too many bro. times. Listen, I think Steve Nash throughout did a, the game. I think Steve Nash did a good job coaching this year, but he has to fucking stop playing like it's 1995 with these minutes, man. Like he has Steve to Nash needs this. to get a tech. Like Steve just fire Nash, people up. He has he got a single tech this entire got, season? No, he, he has not. And, and you're I watched right, that you're game right, on right. Sunday. I watched that game on Sunday and I watched how PJ Tucker defend KD and the amount of times. That PJ Tucker was basically boxing him, and I was him. like, "Oh no, Nash needs to show KD and the refs that something is wrong." You know, the refs would have if they would have teed up Steve Nash, they would have they would have went back in the locker room like, "Yo, Steve you might got what, a fucking man? point. He never gets upset." You know what, man? I think that's actually a good call because Steve Nash is is fantastic at really keeping his emotions in check. He never seemed really smile or get angry or anything. He's just he's he's, he's which is good. I'm telling you, but I think the game. Just listen, I'm telling you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. What, what I think would be good is if, yes, he did get fired up, maybe in like the second quarter or something, if something doesn't go right, get to fucking tech, fire the crew up. So when they, have, when they go in the locker room, they could be like, we got to we gotta figure this out, man. Because he since he's yet to do that once, yeah. you can pull that out like once or twice a season and just really and that, go nuts and really fire the crew up. And there this, you go. This is there the game. If there's ever been a game this season that we he need to get that, it. this is the game. Take it. Take a point. Take a yeah, point. Fuck Steve. it. They, we down six. If we down five, and and if the game is looking a little 15, crazy, I'd say yeah, you do. I don't even if you're down by four, I don't care. Just make it and maybe fire them up. Right. Take the get the goddamn tech. Mike D'Antoni would have done it. Mike, Mike D'Antoni, D'Antoni might not be on our coaching staff next season. Right, well, yeah, Mike needs to stop fucking interviewing for other jobs. I don't like that he's interviewing. Yeah, while yeah, like, I, I, since he, when is come on, man? Since when is that a thing? Since when is that? I a thought thing? that wasn't allowed. A, yeah. Th- in the NFL, you can't do that. Like, I, th- if you're, I think I think you have to get permission. You, you but at the same time, it's like we should be like, no, you can't get permission. You're literally we I are competing know. for a championship. We're in an important. If I was Sean Marks, I'd be like, fuck is wrong with you? Go draw like, a you goddamn can, play. I'd have been like, yeah, you can interview in fucking July when this season's over, or if we get knocked out beforehand. Play, man, what's wrong with you? Do you Did not really, see what's going on? That like, really annoyed me. Um, crazy anyway terrence we haven't even gotten into our black excellence player of the week so let's, let's yeah, yeah i'm sorry rewind a little bit we got we got excited because we, we listen that, this, that was breaking news we needed to start yeah. that up so let's let's um, rewind a little bit who do you got for us and since we were talking about injuries and everything like that um it kind of really came to mind a guy that had his career kind of really taken from him due to injuries this is brandon roy ah uh, brandon roy it wasn't brandon he a beast. roy b roy he's um, a beast man god Damn man, this dude, you want to talk about mid-range assassin? What's you know what's what's sad is that he he hasn't played since 2013, right? Eight years. He's only 36. Yeah. Which really just tells you how same age as LeBron. Yeah, which really tells you how short his career was. Yeah. This dude hasn't played in the NBA for eight years and he's 36 years old. One of my favorite players when he was playing the game. Um actually, he really I, I plays really, 2011, actually. He really only I actually 2011, so 10 years he's only fucking yeah, I, I was really rooting for Brandon Roy. Um, I'm happy to see that he's I think doing coaching now. He does, he coaches um like high school. Apparently like high school he's quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to see that he's still involved in the game. Um, but man, like I, I just remember playing the dude on, on NBA 2K. You know, with uh, Greg Olden as well, when you know the few games that he gave to Portland, yeah, um, yeah. a couple they that, that was in they had a little core, Brandon they were on Roy, a, yeah, a they young Lamarcus Aldridge, and and Greg Oden. Man, that would have been were, that would have been a, on the cusp. If, if all three of those dudes were to be healthy, they would have been oh, for sure, very good, very quickly. That's for sure, but yeah, two of them didn't make it past you know 2010. Yeah, that um, yeah, man, three time all star. Uh, one second team, one third team, rookie of the year as well. I mean, he was a yeah, he was a beast, man. Yeah, you think Lamarcus Aldridge is looking at it like, you know what? I can give you guys a you know, quick twelve. Um, <laughs> you know what, man? I was thinking about Lamarcus Aldridge and how 
different things would be if he oh, didn't get injured. A, this would have been an amazing series for him. And all it, it would have been, but also like he he's what we need right now. Because there's no one on the team Absolutely. outside the big three, maybe Joe Harris, who I can be like, all right, you need you need to give us like 20 tonight. Go get a bucket. You know, like like Blake and, and Bruce Brown, these guys, you know, they they have some good nights, but they're not like you can't just ask them, oh, can you give us 20? Lamar's Aldridge, I'm like, dude, you averaged like 19 last year. I can you can I can expect you to get 20 tonight. And also he gives us a dimension that we didn't have, which is the post, put somebody post. in the post man. and go get the basket. Those five games he gave us, man. <laughs> so Great. they Great were such games. a good, I know he, oh, Great man. game. Nothing man. makes, it really is depressing that like he, um, you know, he had like retired. Like it, it, it was, who knows where we'd be right now? Like, who knows where we would be right now? If Listen, that still black played. cat that is walking around Barclays Center right now, it needs to die. So, yeah, we need to go. <laughs> like it needs, it guy. needs to die, man. Like it's, you know, it's, honestly, man, we've been we've been talking about the Nets and like how this year is just not our year, and maybe it's not. I think next year we'll dominate. Everyone, listen, this year was a condensed season. Everyone's playing too many minutes. Steve Nash still doesn't understand his minutes, and so it's just it's a lot right now. Next year it'll be a regular season. We know the system. We know the style. We know the players. Yep, I imagine yep. we probably would only change a couple of players, like we, you know, a couple of small ones. Maybe we would try to get like, PJ Tucker. Let's let's actually. I, and, we didn't even finish our Brandon was... Roy shout out. Hold on, I'm sorry. We, yeah, oh we, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brandon yeah, Roy. Roy from Brandon Roy. Uh, yeah. uh, apparently, he's a phenomenal coach. He's been coaching the high, uh, high school for the past six five years. Apparently, he's very good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I don't know if, what he wants to do, but if he wants to move higher, you know, like um, college or even NBA, I mean, he, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Um. Also, let's you know his kind of like big achievement, you know, as far as being in the league was that he did actually uh, win uh, rookie of the year. Um. With like the fewest games ever played by a rookie, with the right? fewest game, yeah, fewest fifty-seven games, played, games, fifty-seven yeah. games. You know, so that 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 alone tells you that. Their the, the star potential was going to be through the roof. He yeah he was you know? just like like his second year nineteen point one points yeah. four point seven rebounds five point eight assists. Brandon Roy was a good mixture steals. of um I would say Penny Hardaway and T Mac. T Mac interesting. Uh, um I could see the Penny Hardaway thing. I don't know if I could see necessarily T Mac. I mean he was, I think I, what kind of being all over the place or just. Kind of giving you a little bit of everything, like scoring, rebounding, assists, yeah. that kind of guy. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, and and I looked at that from the shooting aspect as far as like his, his shot was consistent, pure mm-hmm. shooter. Yeah, man, Brandon Roy. Um, hopefully, we see him in the NBA again. You know, if if he wants to, obviously, but I would love to see him as a coach. You know, um, uh, I I think he'd be a good coach for sure. I mean, he's already doing a great job of high school, and obviously, it's not quite the same as the NBA, but there, it's still. You know. Yeah. And shout out to um, what's crazy is that Wesley Matthews is actually Brandon Roy's backup. You know. He was back then. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Wesley Matthews been on the Blazers that long? Oh, he was. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's been in the league. He's been in the league pretty well. You know, See, Matthews, um, man, he for left his talent in Portland. Let me tell you, that dude's <laughs> never. He's never played the same as when he left Portland. He's been like off like five, six years. Yeah. Like I don't know what happened to West Matthews, but uh, anyway, shout out to you, Brandon Roy. Hopefully, we see you again in the NBA. I would love it. Um. But yeah, back, what were we saying? Um. Oh, uh, I was asking, who do you think is going to, um, who do you think the team's going to keep? Oh, so I think obviously the big three, unless something crazy goes down. Yeah. I think you got to, Blake, I think is a question mark. I think we like him. I just don't know. I don't know what he wants. I mean, how many years does he have left? Really? Can you see him uh, playing more than three more years in the NBA? Like, really? No, 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 no not more than three. Uh, That's I, what I'm saying. Like, like, I think he's, two. he's at the end of his career. So, I don't know, man. One it, strong, one strong, and one, you know. I think if if if, the, if a... there's mutual interest, if we if the Nets want him, if he wants him, I think he'll sign one year deal, probably for two million something like that. I could see that. Bruce Brown is a must, obviously. I think we re-sign Jeff Green. James, Jeff Green's been bouncing around the league for the last like six years. I think he, I see no I reason think he why stays. I, I think I think the big three loves him. Yeah, I agree. I think I think I think Shamit. Bruce Brown, Jeff Green are all like key uh, role players that we need. Outside of them, though, I don't, who else? I mean, TLC is doesn't remember how to shoot. He's shooting like twelve percent in the last three months. Yeah, he lost his job for sure. He, he thanks for playing, but uh, bye. Yeah, yeah, he lost his job. 
Chioza's out. Mike James replaced him. Chioza, I wouldn't expect to see. Yeah, again. I mean, Mike James it's, and it's, him are similar players. They're like on, they on are, kind of undersized also, guards. Uh, Mike James is stronger. It, he you is. know, and he's he more experienced. More, he's more yeah, experienced. He, has, he has more weight to him. Like you said, more experience. So you know, I'd rather. And he's 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 just kind of been a little more consistent and reliable than Chioza. I mean, for whatever not reason, to say that Chioza's been doing a bad job. But it's you just, know what it is? Nash does not trust Chioza, so he doesn't get many minutes. You know, yeah, like, like so Mike James like, gets minutes. Like yeah, but also when you have that shot, you gotta take it. What when Chioza wasn't. When no early in the season, when when Nash kind of gave him a little burn to see, you know, kind of, and, and you can tell he was I don't even him remember. A run. It was pretty minimal, but it was right. You could tell that he got a little run to, you know, so Nash could kind of like feel him out and see if he can kind of run that second unit, and he kind of failed at it. But I as mean, far that's, as when Mike James came two ten day contract, the guy has something to play for, Mike, and I think that's that's another thing too. Mike James came on a team with nothing to lose. I got no. 10 days to prove myself. And he proved it. With and he proved the next it. 10 days said, okay, too, yeah, well, so. I'm going to give you another 10 days. And he proved himself. So, in, in like you said, he has more experience. The guy's been playing overseas for years. I think someone said overseas, he's like the Kyrie Irving, over, you know, overseas as far of as Russia. Like, um, oh, yeah. Like his handle and flashiness or whatever. Like, I think, I listen, we signed Mike James through next year doesn't mean he'll necessarily be with us if we want to trade him but i think you know you know the interesting question is i think the biggest question mark is spencer dinwiddie we a lot of players a lot of teams want uh spencer Dinwiddie. i was waiting the for question is the question is do we do we think mike james is fine to be our backup point guard for a whole season and if we do do we think that spencer Dinwiddie, because he's worth a lot of, in the trade value do we think he's worth keeping I, I don't know. There have been rumors that Spence Dinwiddie might be able to come back if we get to the finals. I don't know if he should do that. I, because I, I saw that, what, but I would what, rather not. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love you, Dinwiddie, but you, you've literally not you played three games. The first three games of the season haven't played since. I, I do not trust you just to come into the NBA finals and contribute. Yeah, like, if, I, if Mike James goes not. down, then sure. But I, I, right now, the group we have is the group we need to run with, so I, we'll deal with that later. Um, but I don't know. I, I love Spencer Dinwiddie, but I just don't know we have very little in terms of trade chips and picks. So I could totally see the Nets trying to figure something out. And Dinwiddie is easily the most but value. Also, do you give up? Do you give up a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie? Spencer Dinwiddie. You gave up Jared Allen and Karis LeVert. I think they don't I, give a and shit. And I, I get that. <laughs> I think I that Spencer Dinwiddie is just another casualty in this championship. Here's I'm not saying thing. I agree. I'm just saying that's what I think they think. But you got a guy that can get you 15 to 20 off the bench. Absolutely. Do you give that up? Uh, no, I would not. Oh, but okay. All right. Me... Uh, Terrence, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is the best sixth man in the NBA. And I think no one realizes that, but the dude can average at 15 and five assists off the bench. And guess what? Kyrie goes down. Harden goes down as these guys, you know, as things and happen. still got Spencer Dinwiddie. He averaged 20 a game last year, Terrence. Uh, he has no I... problem. He averaged 20 and seven as a starter last year because Kyrie uh, missed most of last year. There's, Spencer Dinwiddie is the perfect sixth man. He can start if you need him, and if you don't, he can give you big minutes off the bench. Spencer I love Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie can can be your Michael uh, Manu Ginobili. Hundred percent. He's that's a perfect comparison in terms of his impact. He can start. He can come off the bench. He's not going to change how he plays. And he's going to close huge. the games with you. Yeah, and, and you, so the, you know, like you're going to be solid. Like I, I just think the Nets realize like that trade for ooh. Harden depleted us. That's a that's a dangerous three guard lineup though. Kyrie, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyrie, Harden. James Harden, put KD out there. KD. I don't even care. Give you you don't even got to put a five out there with that. That's that's a dangerous. You know it would be a crazy. You know it would be a crazy. Uh, there'd be just two lineups I can imagine: Spence, uh, Kyrie, Harden, Bruce Brown. And then KD. Oh, that's as nice. a super small lineup. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I, don't, a nice I don't know if Bruce ball. Brown's playing center or KD is, but one of them will. Or but that's substitute, a really nice small. or substitute Bruce Brown with Joe Harris if you want more three point shooting. Those are dead. Those are very that's similar. A scary line. Yeah, those are very similar. Do you remember? Do you remember Golden State's death lineup? That's what it was. Where they took out Bogut and they replaced him with, and they made him small. That's all it was. So, as yeah. I don't want to give him up, but we have almost hey, no. Sean. Don't do it. Well, there are listening. We it's know not that. worth it. We <laughs> um, Sean, it's not worth it. But you know what it is, man? 
we have very little trade value. Like I think guys are going to want to sign yeah. with us in the off season because they know we're competing, but we have very little trade stuff. So if we can get like a pick out of that, they might just make that. If someone is willing to give up like a first round pick for Spence, I think they might, they might take that. I just don't. Spencer yeah, Dinwiddie think- and Joe Harris are prime examples of the net system. Two guys who are about to get fall out of the NBA. Yeah. Second round them picks. Up. Second right. round picks. Both only yeah. played like two seasons where they barely played. They both were Joe Harris was out of the league. Uh, Dinwiddie was in the G League. You know, these guys were out of it, man. And we pulled them out and we developed them into stars, yeah. which they both are now. I don't want to give I don't want to give Dinwiddie up, but we'll see. We've, we've always heard rumors, man. So I, I don't know. Some somebody's going to be uh, well, I think a good a lot of teams six, would want him, man. A lot of teams will want him, but uh, there's going to be a few teams that are afraid. I think, I think well, he only has one of a, year on his contract, of ACL, though, right? Coming off of ACL. I injury. think Dinwiddie is going to perpetually be, whether he stays or not, he's going to perpetually be on the trading block. If he, if we don't trade him in the offseason, everyone's going to be wondering do, what his role is and do we trade him for the deadline? Like he, Well, he's if that's good the case, in, keep him he, from the first half of the year, let him show you know the rest of the league that he has still value and he's doing something really they might good, do something they might you do. know off that injury like hey i've recovered or whatever and and he might know that as well like yo like you know what yeah. i may not be that much here but if i can show the rest of the league something you know i can put myself in a great position or whatever i he really like thinking that way i as really well. like dinwiddie man like i don't want to give him up i just don't know that he will i, love, I, I love think Spence. i think what we need during this offseason we need like a PJ Tucker type player. We need to see if we can find, I don't know who, but we need like a guy who's going to come in and be defensive. There's whoever that player is. There's not a lot of guys is. out there like that anymore. I'm sure there are. We oh, can get Lou. Would you, would, you take, is already taken. would you take Lou, Lou Dort? I mean, they're not giving him up. <laughs> okay, so he's I, not getting No, Dort, actually. You wouldn't take Lou Dort? No, I think he's undersized. Yeah, but he, he hustles. He's like Bruce Brown. He hustles. He makes up for it. I guess we yeah, already have that, Bruce Brown. Again, you <laughs> we have don't need Bruce another. Brown, so <laughs> we like, need a second Bruce Brown. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah you they, know, I don't I don't know who we're looking for, but we, we, we'll we figure something out. Because yeah, the biggest thing we need is, is defense. And we'll, we'll scour. You know how Sean yeah. Marks and Sean, Sean are. Sean they'll find, they'll find somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Pull some overseas guy out of the fucking stands yeah, and shit. We'll be looking and be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull the stole Spurs move. We'll pull some dude out of some European league and turns to a superstar they made, made him a dynasty yeah it works i'm not knocking for it um yeah, for sure all right terrence let me hit you with a couple of uh, questions before we dive into the playoffs oh we didn't dive in no we didn't we, we gotta go <laughs> i want to go over some of the rounds before we do that. but okay here's my first question terrence should should the celtics sign andre drummond because andre drummond would be a free agent this summer wow and their biggest hole has been center he, he's exactly what they need a rebounding, good interior defender. He's a good passer as well, uh, Drummond, which is what they like from their players. They need help. That puts um, who's that kid? He he actually did pretty well. Oh, Robin? No, not Robin. Robert Williams. Robert Williams. That puts him as uh, coming off the bench would actually that would but be. I don't good, know actually. that they trust Robert. They don't seem to be like oh Robert Williams is. No, no, no. I'm 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 saying that's good to have him come off the bench. I don't think he's. A he gets good minutes. Center. Yeah, I, I think I think he's a great backup. Um, pairing Andre Drummond with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart, all they, Kemba, you they, all they know. got is small well, guys. Kemba's, apparently, Kemba's on the trading block. I don't know if people really want Kemba though. He's yeah, owed he a might lot have, of money yeah. over the next two years. I don't know if he's quite uh, that. Good trade and ship. you know, he kind of played himself out of like a Just important role. Uh, this he, needs year. A, he needs to bounce back a year next year. That's what he needs because he was yeah, a bad he year definitely for him. He does. just he never does. found his footing. Um, I like that move. Uh, I, I was thinking about it I, and I, like I was like, move. they need Andre Drummond is what they need, right? They need a, a big who can battle with Joel Embiid and other guys. Not that he's, you know, maybe can contain him, but you need a big mm-hmm. body. Obviously, he's an amazing rebounder. He's a great at forcing turnovers and blocking. His, his Andre Drummond's steal rate is underrated. I think he averaged two steals a game like last year or something. Like the guy's he's steal rates. A, he's not a lazy big man. You know, no, you he's all over the place. That are, that are and think about it, dude. Lazy. All these guys, those those four guys we just mentioned are all good enough passers to be lobbing it up for. Yeah, him. and I and I think that's what I was thinking about too. I was and like, plus, okay, well, Drummond's actually a, a pretty good passer, and they can use him to be like that, like, kind of like Bogut used to be, like top of the key facilitator. Take a lot of pressure off of Jason Tatum. 
That's what I'm saying. Say I think they need to go out. They need they need a, a good center because they haven't had a good center in a while. I guess how Horford was kind of that. I like the move. I just would hate to see it because then that makes them it makes like, it hard for us. competition <laughs> for the Nets. I think the Celtics are not good enough to take us down, even with them. I just think the Celtics are a great team, but they're not better than Kevin Durant and James Harden. Like, sorry. I think the I think the that matchup, let's say they're all full strength, we're full strength. The Celtics wouldn't lose, but we would win. That's what I think. Does that make sense? I think so. That's what I think. I think we're just a better team than them. Um, all right, so that's that's number one. Number two, Terrence. Here's my question for you. The podcast is called The Backcourt, is it not? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so this year, obviously, as of right now, if everyone's healthy, do the Nets have the best backcourt in the NBA? James Harden and Kyrie Irving? Yeah. The playoffs? Uh, just, just, just in the NBA in, in general. Just in the NBA. Like obviously assuming assuming if all three teams were, assuming all three teams right now were healthy. Who do you think? Because for the longest time it was Steph and Clay. Yeah, I think it's kind of hard to go against that, honestly. So but but they Clay wasn't playing the season. So I'm saying right now, we don't really know as Clay's gonna come back. So I think it's a bit of a question mark. But assuming we don't qual you don't count him because it's a question mark, who who's better than Kyrie and Harden right now? Um well let's see. Damon CJ aren't. No, um, they've they're very good already, but they're just not the. Uh, they they proved that. Yeah, they're not that. Um, like Philly doesn't have a particularly good backcourt. Uh, no, no Milwaukee. Does no. Um, Miami. No. I don't know who's their starting point guard. I guess Kendrick Is Nunn. So Tyler no. Hero, like no. I think he's coming off the bench still. Yeah, no. Washington. Miami. I mean, would you would you put Westbrook? I don't and trust Beal Russell that? Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, fuck that, man. I don't trust Russell Westbrook. Uh, Indiana. I don't know. I don't I'm think. Not. I think Levert is guarding the three for them. I think it was. It's Malcolm Brogdon and like one of the Holiday brothers. I wouldn't. Put, I still don't like that either. Even with Levert, um, I wouldn't say they're better. Who's on the Bucks? Drew Holiday and who's that two? Oh, D- Vincenzo, who I'm not putting a bet no, against. No. no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Then it's the Nets. It's, it's Utah. Utah has Mike Conley and, and Donovan Mitchell, who are very good. I'm not going to knock them. But I wouldn't put them past Harden and Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie outbeats um, CP3 Micah and Book Conley. again. Another great, another another great backcourt. I just would not put them up against the, the Nets. Uh, wait, CP3 and and okay. um Devin Booker though. I wouldn't put them past like in a and like that's I don't know. that's probably one A and B though. Not I can't lie to you. Would you you don't think they're necessarily better than them? I, I think, mean Chris Paul's like thirty six. I mean he listen five years ago Chris Paul may have been a better one, but he's yeah, but you're talking about man. this season though. Like yeah. if if this season this season yeah. Chris Paul is playing like he's in like early thirties. Like no, he's not though. You can tell he's definitely all. I mean, listen, age is just starting to catch up. No one's no one's you can't always balling yeah. though. You can't yeah, but deny he averaged sixteen point four points. You know, it's not. Come on, I'm not. I'm writing home by sixteen point four points. Yeah, but also, you know what? I don't. I just think I like think, he, I think at thirty six. I think I not, look at it more so from the decision making point of Kyrie. Sometimes, sometimes Kyrie point. Irving's decision making. Well, sometimes it's always what, bad. Is right, it, but that's what brings him down a level. So that's why I can say, okay, fair point. I, I, I would agree with that. Literally, just because of that. So I would. I think there's no one else in this list as I go through it that I would. Memphis has an upcoming one, I think, with Dylan Brooks and. Um, oh, I love that. Oh, they're going to be good in three years. Who's uh, John Morant? They're gonna um, be good in three years. I give them three years. I'm telling you. I don't even know if you need three. I think next year you might see them take some. I think next year you might oh. see Memphis make a. Next year you might see John Morant make an All Star squad, and Dylan Brooks might people go like, "Oh, he was snubbed. They're fourth in the West." And you might be hearing that next week. Take it to the bank. Yeah. Next year, um, I I agree. They're, with you. They're I another... think Kyrie Kyrie Irving is is I've never seen a more single minded player in my life, more than Kobe, which the only thing Kyrie thinks about scoring. Can you name me t- name, name can, can you tell me one thing positive about Kyrie that doesn't have the word scoring in it? Well, again, he's from that Kobe Michael wow. Jordan lineage. Kobe was an elite defender. Let's not forget that, okay? Let's not forget he was an elite defender. That is very so was Mike. <laughs> so was Mike yeah, as well. Which is why they Great were not defenders. Which, is, which is why see there's a difference. Kyrie Irving, I think about I don't know that he's a superstar. I think he's just an all-star. I think he's so flashy people don't realize. He sells tickets. This is what I'm saying about him. I think people look at him and he's flashy because he is the way he moves the ball, the way he dribbles, the way he finishes. There's no one more exciting and than him. But there's yeah. a reason Terrence he has seven All Star appearances and only two All NBA teams in his career, in his decade long career, because I was gonna say eleven years in the league. Yeah, or 11, he yeah. was 
2011 drafts. It's his, he made 10 years this year. 10 years in the league. Seven, seven all-star appearances and only two All-NBA teams. One in 2015, second in 2019. There's not a reason bad. for that. It's because he's not... He's he, he he's not a good defender. He's an okay defender. If he's really locked in, he could be solid. But come on, he's not all defensive team. He, he No one ever says, oh, look at his court vision. Look at his basketball IQ. No one says that because he's not, I think, especially good Everyone in those Everyone says areas. he puts on a show. Yeah, he's not a good rebounder, playmaker. He doesn't do any of that. He's just singularly focused on scoring. So even if there's a better shot to be taken, he won't pass it to them. He wants to score it. And that's the thing, like, He's a useful, he's a tool, right? He's a useful tool to have, but he's not going to get you a championship unless he has someone like Kevin Durant to guide him there. Sorry. Yeah. That's just the way it is. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I like Kyrie Irving a lot, but I hate him at other times because I just, he pisses me the fuck off with his decision making. Yeah. And it, it, it shows because everyone that has played meaningful playoff basketball will tell you each possession counts. Yeah, dude. And, and what he you he do, waste those. right? What you do every possession can have an effect on you down the line. So when you come down the court with nobody from your team under the basket to rebound and just pull up and jack yeah, up for a three, a when you're you're like cold, that's a bad possession. It's a bad possession. Yeah, Terrence. That brings me to my start of the week. You ready for it? What's up? Okay, so. James Harden. James Harden took 734 shots this year. Do you know what percentage of them were assisted on? So how many times someone passed him the ball and got an assist for when he scored versus when he just scored on his own? Uh, 734? Yeah, just a percentage, you know? like what, Oh, just percentage? 10%, 30%, 50%, 80%. I'd say somebody passed him the ball. Yeah, like how many times did his what his were his uh, buckets assisted on? He made 342 I would say of it's shots. About, I would say it's somewhere in the 20s. Close. Actually, technically, 19.6% of his shots were assisted. Okay. On. So yeah, 80% yeah. of his shots he got on his own in some capacity. Yeah. Do you, does that surprise you? I mean, he's our, he's our point no. guard. He averaged 11 assists. Doesn't, doesn't surprise me because James gets his when he can get his. And, right. And and I don't we, think... He, I think it sounds... Doesn't sound great, but when I think when you're the point guard, yeah, it's going to happen, right? Like, and if you off, watch James the way he waiting plays. in the corner that much, you know, he, you know, it's not really how his game is. Yeah, if you watch the way he plays, he's he's getting he's. Kenny talks about it all the time. There's a difference between a good shot and a great shot. Yeah, right. You know, like there's did some somebody can take the same shot and you look at it and be like, that's a bad shot, you know, like or that that's a good shot, but here you had an opportunity for a great shot. I think James Harden takes more good and great shots when he's the primary ball def- uh, handler. I, yeah, I, I think agree. that that's so that's I think why he I'm has not enough really talent at that percentage. Right. Okay. So Kyrie Irving took almost 1100 shots, made 549. What do you think his percentage? Oh, God, is? How, many, um, how many of his buckets were assisted on? Because so if he's, he's got to be, uh, Low if, to mid seventies. You think 70% of his shots came off assists? I, I would Kyrie say so. Kyrie, well, uh, if I'm bringing that down if, and I'm only bringing it to like 65. Okay. So you were, as you were, you were reversed. Only 33% of his shots came off assists. Oh, really? Damn, Which man. I think is bad for him. That, yeah. That's bad for him. Especially since you came out and said, I'm the two. Exactly. Like what's but, wrong with but you? This is the way he plays. This is what people I'm telling you. And people, we all forget a lot of his possessions because you think about the cool, exciting ones. But so many times he just won't pass it. He insists on trying to score. So I think that's pretty bad. 67% of his shots uh, were unassisted. I got I to gotta say something, Joe, before we move on. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens to us this season, the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. we cannot slander Bruce Brown for that play. No. And that's why I think I think when Stephen I, I, A came at him and I was like, listen, it, it what listen, this is what I'll say about that shot that Bruce Brown took at the end of the game. It wasn't a bad shot. He just if it, it wasn't, wasn't his shot. it wasn't his shot, is the thing. Like he sh- I'm I, I love Bruce Brown. He had a great game that he got us back in the game in the second quarter. I don't want his his game awareness for the like almost the first it, time during it the was, season. It, it was, was a I think it, it, you know what like, it is, man? This is this and this is the first meaningful basketball I played in, in his NBA career. Okay. It was a good shot. And if he'd have made it, 
everyone would have been happy, but he missed it, right? Yes, you should have given it to Durant, but he had a wide open lane. He drove I heard reports in. come out that said Kyrie told him he should have dunked it. He should have tried to dunk it. He probably should have because, but I, have, yeah, I actually you know what it is, man. But Bruce Brown is so crafty with that the little floater. Like he doesn't really get in that dunk. He doesn't really dunk very often. I can pull it up actually. How many times he even dunked this year? But it's just not really his game. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it just I just want the fans to kind of be like, look, all right, because I I I kind of feel it coming. No, but you know, I I think I think we've it's already over. I think some people were kind of like you know Stephen A. and Adam. Some people, but I think most people were like we're kind of like me where we were like, it wasn't a bad shot. It just wasn't yours to take. You should have passed it out. Like, unfortunately that's the hierarchy. That's what it's gotta be. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Katie always has to touch the ball. I, re- I really want to know what Katie said after that. Did he go up to him? Like, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's a good shot. You should take that shot next time too. Or was he like, bro, yeah, you should have given it to me. Man. We'll like, find out years. Now. If they win, we'll find out. If they win a championship, they fi- will find out. You think if so? They, yeah, yeah. If they if they don't win this year, um, I don't think we find out. I think if we do, uh, it'll I, come uh, out like on a podcast, like all the smoke. I would like know, to like imagine that Kevin Durant, being the leader that he is, was probably. I, I I hope he went up to him and was like, "Don't feel bad about that. It was a good shot. It didn't go in. No worries, man." Because I don't know, like Kevin Durant was guarded and they had time, but it was a good shot. Like it was a good shot. So I just I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was a bad shot. By the way, I need Joe Harris to wake the fuck up. By the way, Bruce Brown's going three of five in dunks this season. So five dunk attempts. So it's not really, he doesn't really do that. Yeah, Joe Harris, wake the fuck up, man. Yeah, he, he does. As this game more than ever. Uh, but anyway, Tanya, let's finish up the stat of the week. Kevin Durant's our final percentage guy. Uh, how many of Kevin Durant's shots? Oh, he's got to be up, up in the 50s. So you think, give me a number, like 55, 50, 57? Uh, uh, I would say 52%. See, 52% of his shots he was at worst assisted on. Yeah. That's bang on, Terrence. Exactly 52% of his shots. Nice. There we go. Love and it. that makes more sense for Durant because Durant is totally fine to wait on the side for someone to pass him for him to drain a three. You know, like he or he'll make, he'll make a good cut. I think that's actually a good number. Be 52% assisted, 48 not. That shows that he's completely involved. He gets his own shot and he also gets passes. Yeah, that that's, you can put Kevin Durant in any system. Yeah, really absolutely. Can. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Him and LeBron are those kind of guys, right? It doesn't. Really yeah, matter. They do it doesn't matter want. what system. It doesn't matter what you're running. Now nah, I'll figure it out. You know, to be a player like that, where you're, you literally can kind of blend in with any system. You know, um, that's a benefit to have, man. Oh, that's a fucking that's a blessing right there, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, all right, Terrence. Let's go through some of these. Uh, actually, we went a little long here in terms of that stuff. But anyway, it's four four series left, Terrence. Number one. Phoenix sweeps Denver. <laughs> Suns and foul. What do you What do you think about that? I mean, I, I was not that surprised. I think this. We, we, I think we said before it started. They're just riding high, man. They just beat the defending champions. The Denver is kind of beat up. I wasn't even that surprised. Yeah, I was a little was, surprised that De- Denver didn't squeeze one out. But I think Phoenix is just they're just feeling it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it'd be a sweep, a, a normal sweep. I thought it'd be a gentleman sweep. Yeah, you too. know, Denver would get one at home. At I least. think Jokic getting thrown out of game four, which was kind of bullshit, by the way. That was oh, not a, man. The NBA. You can't, th- you can't throw. They, they the threw MVP. out the MVP of a game for elimination game in the playoffs. What are you doing? What are you doing? Abs- that's a perfect way. Disrespectful, Terrence. You can't throw him out for that. He the gets NBA. the benefit of the doubt. Like, it, that's a, also, he's not like a, that's dirty a player. known like, thing. You ever seen that, um, that clip with a ref? Uh, when Michael Jordan walks up to the ref and he goes, that's a foul, man. That's a foul. And the ref goes, I didn't see it, Mike. I'm sorry. If you said it, I believe you. I'm sorry. No, like, I've never seen that. There's a, there's a, that's hilarious. I'm telling you, it was a clip. They, the guy, had, he was mic'd up. And, I, you know, like they actually caught the audio. And the ref was like, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. That's, that's not good. say it, I believe that's it. That's not good. We shouldn't, we shouldn't get to that but, point where we're like believing them. But but, I, listen, that, but you understand why that happens, right? But, the, the, but with the this superstars one, or the stars get the benefit of the doubt. But with this one, they reviewed it. There's three refs. You guys, they could have been like, this is not really that serious. He's also the fucking MVP in an elimination game. Like, we got to keep him in there. You know, like, come on now. You can't. Anyway, I'm happy for Phoenix, man. They, Chris oh, Paul's yeah, brought definitely. a team to the conference finals. I know he went with Harden, but this is like a more him. You know, this is more him yeah. doing it. So I'm really excited about that. Um, D-Book's first year. That kid is – he's ready. 
he he's been ready. They just this is why for years I was like Devin I, the Suns make no sense. Like every year they were like shit for like four or five straight years, and it was like, what the fuck are they doing? They're not even like they're not even getting marginally better. You know, so I'm happy they finally figured it out. Thanks to Chris Paul. But um, but yeah, man. So they're doing that. Uh, yeah. The other game in the West, Utah versus the Clippers. Clippers pulled out uh, two wins, man. Even the series up two two. Um, Dante, uh, Dante, Donovan Mitchell is um. I think he's the, not hundred percent. The biggest problem is Mike Conley hasn't played Mike any Conley, of these games, yeah. man. That's a that's a big issue, man. Like Mike Conley is a big part of that team, and with you know the yesterday was a great example. Without Donovan Mitchell, who the fuck's scoring? There's no one who was scoring that game, but that because Donovan yeah, they, Mitchell, had, they struggled. They you struggled. Need, Bogdanovich needs to get his shit together. He had a great year last year. I don't know what happened this year, but without Mike Connolly, there's just their offense just stalls, man. Like you need more than just Donovan Mitchell. He can't be, you know, he can't score 150 points. I mean, he needs some help. So hopefully, Mike doing Conley a damn can come good back. job trying. I tell you that much. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. It's not for like a trying. That's that's for, that's true. Um, who do you think wins this one, man? I mean, it's tough. I think the Clippers pull it out. Do you? Yeah, without Michael Conley. Without what if Mike Conley, Conley, what if Mike Conley plays Game Five and it Mike Conley out? plays Game Five, uh, you might be looking at a seven-game series. But in, without, in favor of, uh, you still think Clippers? I still it's, think it, Clippers. It's it's a tough matchup. History would suggest the Clippers would pull this out, but I don't know, man. I think I think without Mike Conley, it's tough. With Mike Conley, I think I think the Jazz will take it personally. You think Jazz with Mike Conley, Jazz and with Mike Conley, the Jazz take it without. I think that's a bit more of a, a toss up, but I think actually, I think I think he's the deciding factor. I think if he plays, yeah, he they win it. I think if he doesn't, I I don't know. If, maybe they with, could. Go ahead. I was gonna say without Mike Conley, maybe the Jazz can pull it off. With them, I think they definitely could. I just don't know. Without him, it's it's that's tough, man. I think with Mike Conley coming back, Game Five. I still think Clippers in seven. Okay. okay. Yeah. And if and if he doesn't come back, you think with six? Uh, yeah, he doesn't come back. Clippers in six. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been a good series though. I, I haven't watched all of them, but I, I I've caught in some parts of those uh those games, and it's been good. I think uh, the yeah. two good teams going at it. So I think you'll watch last. I think last night I watched the Clippers realize how dominant they are against this team. I think they realized that these guys will not always shoot a good percentage from three and they live and die by it. And they, they don't have, you know how a lot of people were talking about the Warriors as far as them living and dying by the three, they right. don't have consistent shooters like Steph and clay. Who, who can, you're talking about Utah doesn't have them. Utah. No, yeah. they, don't, they don't have, they can't like Bogdanovich can do that in step regular up, season, man. but they can't do it. Last season, he averaged playoffs. 20 a game. And this year he's averaging like 13. Like you got to step your shit up or they're paying you like, like 20 million a year almost or something like that. He needs to step it up, especially with Mike Conley being out. Like he's their second offensive weapon. Like he's supposed to be at least. Yeah. And Jordan, they just had bad game last night outside of uh, Mitchell. Friggin' like uh, Joe Ingles didn't play particularly amazing. Jordan Clarkson was ineffective. Yeah, like but it they, was a bad time for them to have a bad game. Especially bad time. Uh, which, you know, yeah. like that, that wasn't, that wasn't the time to kind of, Nah, we'll, get, we'll get to someone else who game. shouldn't have had a bad game. Um, but the other series in the East, the Hawks beat the Sixers last night to even the series up 2 2. I love it. Which is great. Yeah, great for us. I because love if, it. If we're going to get past this, this, this round, then we need this, their series to go longer. Keep them on the fence, Atlanta. Do, where do you see that? Do you think a series, what, what's happening with the Sixers, Atlanta? Do you, you think this Atlanta has a real chance at winning it? Uh, you know what? It goes as Joel B goes. And Clint he Capella like trash said last something. Night and they yeah. Also, yeah. Clint Capella said something pretty interesting. The quote, the quote came out. And I, I actually I think he should have shut the hell up because I do think Joel is Embiid is one of those players who pays attention to like when people say stuff about him and he wants to go out and prove them wrong. Yeah, but he can't he doesn't have that he can't do that right now because he's injured. He can't but, just go in and play well. But he, he might hurt himself doing that trying to prove somebody wrong but clint capella says something pretty interesting you know which is right now uh once you tire him out last night man that is yeah he's he said once you you just got to get past the fatigue part with um uh, you just got to get joel and be tired once he gets a little fatigue which is easy to do he can't push himself you know past that so you have to just outwork him and i think i think that's very true i think joel and b gets tired pretty 
pretty easily. Yeah, he is because he's he's never played a full season, so he doesn't know right. what it's like to he doesn't have his legs for that. I, I I think yeah, I don't think he has the stamina and the legs for that. And I think with this injury, they don't really have anything. Ben Simmons is not your second best player, and and no, the sooner Philly realizes that, Tobias the sooner Harris they can is clearly that player. Him. Yeah, like they need to. They need to get rid of Ben Simmons. I, I it, he's just not your second best Bro, player. Bro, they you had know? an opp- the Sixers had the opportunity to trade Ben Simmons for Harden. I cannot believe they didn't make that trade. I get rid of Ben Simmons in a heartbeat, <laughs> dude. I just, I mean that. I understand that's a very win now move, but it would be you. Where do you think the Sixers would be right now if Harden was there? Like they probably, I mean, favorites, maybe, favorites. Yeah, it, it, I can't with, believe they didn't make that with trade with the team that they have. Seth Curry coming off the bench. Seth, Joel Seth. Seth, yeah, Seth Curry coming off the bench. Uh, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, James Harden, and give me whoever the fuck you want. Favorite. And they, and those dudes, Cormaz and and uh, right. Fibols or whatever his name Dwight is. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Yeah, like playing well. Like give me. It doesn't even. They're favorites to win with that. With Ben Simmons, who's a point guard who can't who's shooting less than fifty percent from the free throw. A point love, your point guard. You know what Come boggles on. my mind? I, people have said for a while, like free throw shooting is, in, is is a very mental thing. And it absolutely is. I realize that because so apparently Shaq, they used to say he used to can over 80% of his free throws in, in practice. But we all know Shaq was a shit free throw shooter. So I think it really is in your head. Look at look at Giannis. Giannis is shooting oh, like yeah. 14% of his free throws I in love this when series. He gets to the free throw line. He's also twice he's already you only have 10 seconds to shoot the free throw. He's twice he's violated that, which is like the rarest of calls. No, he's done it more than twice. Well, only twice he's been it. called for. Sorry. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, this is why it's a mental thing. Like he never had this issue. Now suddenly he's taking too long and he's missing them. It is and 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 um Ben Simmons is another example. Like he can't hit his free throws either. It's like I, I don't know, man. Like it really is a mental thing, but um but where do you th- where do you see the Hawks Sixers? Do you think it's going to seven games? Do you think the Sixers pull it out? I mean, I think it has which... a chance. I think it has a chance for seven. I think it's that too. Yeah. I think I think it has a chance for seven. Um, I think as Joel Embiid goes, the, the Sixers go. I don't think they have enough firepower to uh, withstand the the Hawks if Joel is crazy is not there. Like the over under for the Sixers is always so low, even at home. You know, it's like a plus three type thing. It's like, man, like you're the number one seed, man. You should be much higher than this. But like, I think everyone knows like MB, I just think it's not even, an, I don't even know these. I almost feel he's not injured. I feel like they just made that up to make it sound like why he's playing so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Cause I just know. I think just Embiid's not what everyone thinks he is. I, I don't want to say, I just don't think he's that player, but no. I don't know where I see this series going. I, I feel like the Sixers could probably pull the next two wins out, but I could see it going to seven. I, re- I really don't know. It's a, I, could, it's really yeah, a toss I, could, up. I could see it for sure at seven. Um, and the final series, Terrence, our Brooklyn Nets versus the Bucks is now tied at two games. Now, I am not been more disappointed than Nets probably since that famous Pistons game in February. They didn't give a shit about game four. There was no point where we were in that game. There was no so? effort, no effort, no. They weren't trying. There was no hustle. It was just embarrassing. It was just embarrassing. Do you? And and I I can kind of agree with that because I'll give you a prime example if you want me to give you an example. That okay. Um, Pat Connington, right, gets hit mm-hmm. in, on one end of the court, right, mm-hmm. and they don't realize he's bleeding. He ends up bleeding but anyway. He doesn't get up, so that means we have a five on five four. Five on four. And and what happened, Terrence? You had five nets standing mm-hmm. on the three point line. They mm-hmm. just, they all stood there. They waited, they passed it, they passed it again. And then they shot a bad three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a five on four, someone drive in, set a screen, you know, roll around it, pa- start passing the ball around. Cause they only have four guys and f- until someone gets open. Right. But instead of doing that, they just all, they, I've never seen a five on four go where no one went inside. I they just stood agree. there. Completely but, agree. It, but it was, that was, that's it. That's, that's a microcosm of the whole game. There was no like, Go back to game one and two, even three a little bit. Like we were moving, we were cutting, guys were moves. getting involved. This one, it's like, I don't know, just stand there and shoot it. It'd probably be okay. That's yeah. why I was like, this is this is a pivotal game. You know, we could be up 3-1 right now. And James Harden might be able to fucking not risk a further injury. If you guys care and you didn't. So now we're sitting here tied up where if we lose this game, we might lose the fucking series, man. Like you got to You cannot have those games in the playoffs, fans. Especially not quit. like those games. I think we quit early. And, and I think for 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 me, did Blake Griffin even play the second half? I don't remember. I, I'm sure he did. I don't I don't think so. If he did, I think he played like a couple of minutes in the third 
I, I mean, his minutes, his, his minutes go up and down, man. Like he, he doesn't always play consistent minutes. You and know, yeah, like sometimes that wasn't the game for that. That wasn't the game for that. See, here, here's the, here's the, here's the problem. So Blake Griffin plays 25 minutes. Kev, Kevin Durant in a game that we were down by like Jesus Christ in a game that we were down by like 20 in the third. Why was Kevin Durant playing 42 minutes? This is what I mean about Nash. Like the, the team gave up in like the first quarter. You should have pulled Durant the entire fourth quarter. Like, why yeah, are we? And save it. This is also what pisses me off. Live the fight another day. In game one, Terrence, right? The, the time between games one and two, there was one day off, right? Because they were both in Brooklyn. So play a game, one day off, play the next play game two. Between games two and three, it shifts to Milwaukee. There's two days off in between, right? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But then there's only, then they get two days off between games three and four. Why? Why, why do the Bucks get extra time in their beds and we don't? And then the series is back to Brooklyn. It's only one day off. Why are we getting screwed over here? I don't understand this. Yeah, Why are nah. they getting, they get more time off when it shifts to their city. We don't. And they get more time between their, both their home games, which means they get more time in their beds and we get more time in hotel beds. How is that fair? Yeah. It's, no, uh, yeah. Who, who, who's the league's the been doing, the league's been doing this to us all year. It's fucking ass. They really have though. Like it, it, it's, it's been a consistent thing all year that they've been screwing with the net schedule. We'll see, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to just, I guess that's pretty much the end of it. We can do our predictions uh, on these last uh, couple of games. Oh, man, this is this is actually, this feels like a tough week. Yeah. I don't know if it <laughs> it's feels like, four like games. that for you. Actually, like, it's not even four games. Technically, the Phoenix is over, so I don't even know if you want to do that. Phoenix I mean, is over. I mean, tonight, uh, Terrence, what do you see happening? James Harden seems like a determined to play, so if he play, even if he, I mean, Terrence, this, I, this, is, this is the biggest game we've had all year. This is the entire biggest game we've had in the year. Easily. This is definitely one of the biggest games of the year. It's definitely the biggest. What's bigger than this game so far? I mean, maybe the finals will be bigger if we get there, but this is the biggest yeah. game. Oh my God. Kyrie getting hurt. Like that just that was that was so crushing. I don't even that. I just need Harden to be healthy. If Harden, God willing Harden plays tonight, plays like he hasn't missed a beat, nothing wrong happens, he plays phenomenally, yeah. and we never look back. That'd be the best case scenario. We're praying for I think Harden. genuinely without with Harden without Harden and Durant without Kyrie, I'm not that worried about. <laughs> I'll be honest. Not. With you. Like, Absolutely not. Better I'll than take it. better than Kyrie and Durant together, or I just think or those Katie are Katie by himself. Katie by himself. I just think listen, tonight everyone needs to step up regardless for Harden play. Joe Harris needs to be aggressive, he needs to be hitting the shots. That's number Shamit's one. Number out. two. Yeah, Shamit apparently got somehow hurt. Tyler Johnson's out as well. So I don't think that played much, but but who does that bring up now? I, I think that brings Listen, TLC Blake, higher. Mike James, Blake Griffin, Joe Harris, Bruce Brown all need to step the game up. I don't know what Jeff Green's status is. He didn't, you know, he, he's still working his way back. Yeah. They all need to be aggressive. I need Claxton. you guys like, well, Claxton's really dependent on James Harden. <laughs> like his entire career is dependent no, on James I'm Harden. I'm talking right about defensively. Like, Defen- I just need and, him to but be you know smart. What? He hasn't. He's been smart defensively. I've loved his defense. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I I just need him to be smart. I don't care if if Claxton gets a six points and you know five rebounds, but he does his job defensively. I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, like give that's what I need. I need you to zone and lock the fuck in on Giannis. Be aware of these switches. And I hate our switch defense because our switch defense is probably one of the most laziest switch defenses in the league. I've been saying this all year that this is a lazy defensive system. And I don't expect a, a good defensive system from a Mike D'Antoni and Steve Nash team, you know. But what we need we, who's a good defense. We need like a Tom Thibodeau a, disciple. Yeah, you need a fucking... guy like like Mike D'Antoni said uh, when he was coaching Houston, he was like, I don't even coach defense. Like I have a guy specifically for that like who coaches the and houston had like a really good defensive team you know for that yeah. that year or two or whatever it oh was. yeah i remember i remember that guy um they yeah actually, he was gonna retire and they pulled him out for one year because like right like, exactly really need you. you know like it, it's it's crazy to me that you know but again if we're gonna play switch defense be aware like i i look at these guys and i, I see them calling out the switches and we're not there in time you know and then yeah. again 
Nash just needs to be more passionate about this game. This game means a lot. I need to see the Steve Nash that was thrown into the fucking scorer's table and came up with a bloody eye. He just like, needs to be I, – I, I think it's like you said, man. He has to, like, get a tech. This is a game if seven. We, if we – it's exactly right. If, if there's a point – where unless we're up by 25 if there's you know that'd be great but if there's if it's a close game or within a few points we're up or down get a tech man get fired up over a stupid foul man get your boys right like this is the time to do it like they're they're, these are early i would do it early i would do the first half yeah unless it's like the fourth quarter and like things are you know they come back or something and we're like down i would do it it early you know how i would do the first half I, I i think at some point in the second quarter like if things aren't going well so just so that when they go to halftime they can really go we got to get this. I've never Barclay even seen that Center guy blink hard. Crazy. This would make Sports Center to see Steve Nash. He should do what Steve Kerr did, where he breaks the clipboard. Remember that? Yeah, man. Like sometimes you have to do that, and all coaches will say that. Like, no, nah, I didn't really. Like, I Bro, just they needed that. Absolutely. The, the the tech that coaches get, you know, half the time is a, a strategy. Sometimes yeah, yeah they just get pissed for, off. Yeah, but absolutely. a lot of time it's strategy. It's to get your guys fired up. And I think this yeah. is, I mean, I think don't just do it if you don't need to. But yeah, if there's a moment, especially if, it, if the game is close in that first half. Yeah, man, if just PJ wait for a Tuck- bad call. And then you said it. You said it. PJ Tucker's borderline playing non-basketball. You said he, this was a quote fat. from, this was a quote from Steve Nash. Did you say that? He did say that. He said when they asked him, what do you think about the defense? P.J. Tucker's playing on um, Kevin Durant. Uh, I think it's borderline, you know, non-basketball. Yeah, because he's just he's just knocking him around. And, so like, if, it's you, if he sees that and he don't get the call, fuck you, yeah. ref. Yeah, go off, man. Go Break crazy. your clipboard in half right in front of him. Be like, bro, what are you doing? Go. Are you fucking blind? Yeah. Do Hopefully, it. Hopefully, man. Do it. Um, But what's your prediction? I, I, I got to go with Nets. I don't. I, I don't care if I if I get it wrong, get it wrong. It's, but I I, is, I won't feel good if I say Milwaukee and then the Milwaukee. I, hell no, no, not I'm. Gotta listen, even if James Harden doesn't play, even if these limited minutes or whatever, I think KD can get us one at home. I I think we can win this game. I think I it's think just it, it, it just dep- it's just we have to be ready, man. We have to be playing like we played the rest of these playoffs, and not like we played last. That's game. it. Let's get one at home, and then we'll figure out the other two. We can beat them in Milwaukee. I'm not worried about that. We just need to pl- play the way we played the rest of these plays postseason. We need to be ready, pass the ball, move around, stick to guys on defense, man. That's what we need. I, so think, betting, I think the I'm Shaman going, injury hurts nuts. more than we think. I'll do, I will say that. Yeah, it's not good, man. It's a bad time for him. To yeah, I, I, I definitely will say that. I, when I saw that. And, man, the, the playoffs is about the hero of individual games, right? Who's stepping up? Mike James can go off 25? Do it. Mike James Let's see it, bro. come through. Mike James needs to be aggressive tonight, especially since he is – Gonna be having the ball. Not excited to see TLC. I will tell you that, but I think he is gonna get. Maybe, some maybe he'll just surprise us, man. I hope so. I maybe hope he found so. a shot. He's, I think he shot like yeah, literally like fourteen percent since like March or something like that. You I know, like so. I'm, I'm not excited to see him, but I, I do. We, we know he's gonna get some burn, right? He probably will. I mean, if if he's there's no, some if there's no Shamit, no Tyler Johnson, if Harden plays, maybe he won't. But I, I feel like we'll probably end up seeing him. Um, so you're going with Nets. Yeah, of course. Always bet on black. And then tomorrow, Sixers Hawks man in Philly. Uh, I actually, I, I, I think the, the Hawks, the Hawks, the, the yeah. Hawks beat them in Game One in Philly. Let's I, not forget I that. think, I think they they gave the Hawks the confidence that they shouldn't have. Yeah, they did. That's a good. That's a good way. To, yeah. I, I, I think the Hawks winning that game, especially winning the first one at home, losing the next two. Okay. But we showed we, we came and it, we competed on the that Haw- fourth game. Yeah, the Hawks stole that game. Yeah, they stole the game the game in Philly, and then losing to the number one seed at home sucks. But then they still won one. You know, like they yeah. have the confidence they beat this game this team twice. Yeah. Why Why are the Sixers any better than the Hawks? They both have they're both two two. You know, yeah. and they both stole one at home. So we here we right here with y'all. I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. This, are the Sixers I, I, gonna pull it out? I think the Sixers I, I think, will take it. I think the Sixers will take it. But I'm all, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Okay, I like I that. Think, yeah, I think the 76ers will take it. But I, I think... would not be surprised if the Sixers take this and the Hawks team take Game Six for for Game to make it force a Game Seven. I would not yeah. be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised. Or reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we both. Yeah, it's going to Game Seven, isn't it? I feel like it probably is. Yeah. Props to the Hawks, man. I was I was I didn't think the Hawks were, were, were real. I thought they were like the Knicks. They weren't going to be real. I didn't yeah, think the oh, Hawks yeah. would actually be what they're. Nate McMillan has that team. Uh, playing and shout out to Nate uh, McMillan, man. Atlanta, Nate McMillan's done a great job. You guys are idiots if you don't take away that interim coach title. 
Next, like, yeah, that'd be God. That'd be the, you guys it, are idiots. God, that'd be don't. terrible. I'm curious where John Collins ends up. John Collins might actually be a good. Well, no, he wouldn't. But John Collins is going to be a free agent. He ain't staying with Atlanta. I'm curious what team is going to pick him up because he's a good. No, he doesn't like being there because he's, dude. Last year he had like twenty and twelve. This year he's averaging like thirteen because there's Gallinari and Bogdanovich, and it all goes through Trey Young. He's already expressed how he's annoyed by not being like part of the offense. I think so, they need him. I think they don't think they need him, and it's gonna hurt him more than they think. But yeah. I don't know. Where, I don't know where he's gonna go, man. A lot of teams could use a good big double double machine like him. Yeah, active. Yeah. Um, the last one, man. Clippers take on the Jazz in uh, Utah. I, I think you're watching the Clippers take one. I think they're gonna take one at home. They're gonna take think, one. It's still one. They take one. Uh, yeah, I think I take one in Utah for sure. That's a big. Uh, that's a big. It's a big game, Terrence. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I, I'm telling nah, you, some of these I, teams made mistakes. I gotta go Utah, man. I just think I think Utah isn't gonna lose twice in a row, especially not in Utah. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull this one out. Hopefully they get Mike Conley back. I think that'd be a big key to that, but uh, I don't. We don't have any information on that. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, Terrence. Well, that's uh, about wraps up our show. Um, of course, we always have Terrence's fortune cookie advice. Yeah, um, she's. I'm not gonna lie, everybody. He has not done a great job lately. No, man. You know what? I'm super distracted lately. But you know, we're just gonna we're gonna try to pull this one out. Um, and I'm gonna go with this. Uh, the glass half empty just means that you're almost done. <laughs> I don't. That's uh, the glass half empty means you're almost done. So that's supposed to be like the glass half empty is a more negative view. But you're saying you might it's, see it as half empty, but yeah, you're actually almost done with the whole thing. You're almost, so you're almost done. Yeah. Like the Hawks can look at it as being the series, you know, glass half empty, but they're almost done with the series. You're almost done. You know you're what, Terrence? Almost, you're almost to the finish line. I don't. Right. I'm giving you a win. It's been it's been a few weeks since you got a win. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the win on that one. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it for us, everybody. We will see you next week on the backcourt. Yes. 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 Yes.